So last week we were talking about Gwen Stefani. Uh-huh. Uh, Love Angel Music Baby. Great name. We uh, incorrectly determined that Jimmy Iovine was the producer of that album. Okay. When, much more interestingly, uh, there were several producers, including Andre 3000. Whoa, shit. Somebody named Dallas Austin. Okay. Dr. Dre. Wow. Wow. Somebody named Jimmy Jam. Great name. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Okay. The Neptunes. Wow. And Linda Perry. Linda Perry. What's her deal? I have no idea. What a lineup. Yeah. Just thought it was worth uh, going back and correcting that. I'm a huge fan of Andre 3000. Ah, I thought that's why I thought it was notable. Definitely notable. Huh. I'm going to have to go back and give that album another listen. Keeping with the producers, um, last time I couldn't name the one of the producers for the Modern Lovers album from the Velvet Underground. Right. John Cale. Oh, okay. He's a Welsh musician. So is John Cale and J.J. Cale the same person? No. Okay. Cause it's very confusing. Hasn't, um, well, I know a lot of people have worked with J.J. Cale. Yeah. But is there, um, isn't there something to do with LCD Sound System? And J.J. Kale, or is it J. Kale? I couldn't tell you. I would assume J. Kale. There's, um... But honestly, like neither a, would surprise me. A mix of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's, like, called the J.J. Kale mix or something like that. Interesting. Let me see if I can find it. Keeping on the uh, LCD sound system topic... Um, I was listening to NY Lips, the Soul Wax. Funny, it's funny because I got it. I got it on my list to talk about. Interesting. Well, I might it's be too here. I think. I think we're going to talk about it for different reasons. So you go ahead. Uh, Nancy Wong, yeah. or Wang, she is on the song. I didn't realize she oh, was yeah. the. Uh, this is the excuse that yeah. we're making. You didn't know that? Nope, had no idea. And then I just recently on YouTube Music it says featuring Nancy. I'm like. It's got to be the lady from LCD. You mean they just updated it? At least from the time that I last looked. Are you sure that it's not the 15th anniversary edition of that album that also has another NY Lips mix that's 14 minutes long at the very bottom? Oh, it could be. So wouldn't put that in your pipe and smoke. Hell yeah. Was Nancy on the original? Do you know? So I'm guessing she was based on that. No, um, she worked. She, she wasn't on the New York Lips from like the band that New York Lips or whatever, right? No, not the the Lips Inc. Not like Funky Town. No, I mean the Soul Wax remix. Hmm, can't find the particular remix of Yeah 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 the JJ Kale one, but it's around somewhere. Fair enough. That's also a fantastic song. Yeah, it's one of the. It's, it's almost like that. Um, that uh, Neil Young song where he does the single note guitar solo. Uh-huh. Only they're just using the word yeah. But With nasty breaks underneath. Yeah, and it means so many different things Like as the song goes on, which is interesting. Yeah, James Murphy always, he's, he's really good with lyrics. Yeah, can we take a quick break and turn the lights down? Yeah, absolutely. We don't have to pause or anything. 
I just noticed how lighty it was in here. Yeah, James Murphy. Definitely a great lyricist. He can tell a story very well through through his songs. Yeah, and like um, the other thing I was thinking about is I feel like, you know how there's that reference to the modern lovers? Uh, what is it? in uh, Losing, My, Losing Edge. My Edge. Yeah. All the modern lovers tracks. Yeah. Um, I feel like James Murphy sometimes sings like the dude from Modern Lovers. I think he is really a amalgam of all of his musical influences. Sure. But I think like in particular, um, the way that he does, like he talks yeah. in you know, losing my edge. Cause a lot of it's just talking kind of sounds like Jonathan Reichman. Yeah. And I guess that brings me to the next topic, which is the modern lovers. Last week we were talking about modern lovers. We were, and, uh, you started out by bringing up hippie Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, but we moved into Pablo Picasso. Um, I've been listening to this album like all week. It really hooks you. Oh, I, I, I know it well. Mm-hmm. You know, I just haven't listened to it in a long time. So uh, I'm going to play this song that, that you were probably going to play last week. Yeah. Called I'm Straight. This one's always, I will reserve my comment till afterwards. I love the song. I called this number three times already today but I I got scared I put it back in place I put my phone back in place I still don't know if I should have called up look just tell me why don't you if I'm out of place cause here's your chance to make me feel awkward and wish I had never even called up this place. I saw you go today, walk by with hippie Johnny. I had to call up and say how I wanna take his place. So this phone call today concerns hippie Johnny. He's always stoned. He's never straight. I saw you today, you know, walk by with hippie Johnny. Look, I had a call up and say, I want to take his place. See, he's stoned. Hippie Johnny. Now get this, I'm straight. And I want to take his place. So I really like just let just love love the way that he talks during that or sings, whatever you yeah. call it. Um I like it a lot. There's a lot of um sobriety talk on that album, it seems. I saw you today, you know, walk by with hippie Johnny. Look. I had to call up and say, I want to take his place. See, he's stoned, hippie Johnny. Now get this, I'm straight, and I want to 
take his place. <laughs> now look, I like him too, I like, Hippie Johnny. But I'm straight. And I want, to take his. I said, I'm straight. I said, I'm straight. I'm proud to say. Well I'm straight, and I want, to, take his place. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, that's so good. Now I see what you were doing with this thing. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So it actually it actually started out with this. Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole, not like you. But there's some really funny <laughs> ones like um Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole, not like you. <laughs> Wow. So do you, does it go from English no, to Espanol? It's, it's, it's a Spanish person reading English, I guess. A Spanish computer. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that was Rosa. That was Rosa. Rosa seems nice. Yeah. I think this one's good too. <laughs> Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole, not like you. <laughs> Yeah, that one's finished. Oh. Okay. Interesting. So, I have that. Um, it's difficult to guess where they're from. Well, These anyway. voices. Yeah. Is I today, you know, walk by with Happy Johnny. Oh. Look, he had to call up and say, he want to take his place. <laughs> oh, that's great. His place. <laughs> All right. Um, Do you have Peter from the UK? I was looking uh, yeah, through I this prefer, last night. Oh, but I, I prefer Ryan. Ryan. Well, I think Peter sounds like an asshole. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah. Okay, so then let's see, let's see what you think of this one. I like the innocent type. Deer in the headlight. Rocking me all night. Flexing his might. Doing it right. Keeping me tight. Taking a bite out of the beach tonight. What song was that? Um, you don't know. I'll play it again and see if you get it. And then if not, I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> I like the innocent type deer in the headlight, rocking me all night, flexing his mind, doing it right. Keeping me tight, taking a bite out <laughs> of the peach tonight. Wow. What lyrics? Yeah. I'm I know you're bad with lyrics. I'm, I'm sure I know the song. I'm waiting for you to stick. Oh, this. no, I, I'm not going to be able to do it right now. Um. Triple bypass at the double A, triple X. Wow. Here it comes. Make sure you can hear me before you speak up. And then motherfuckers step up. Peaches of Peaches was, is the name of the album. It's by Peaches. The song is Double A Triple X, 
and it's from 2000. Hell yeah. The teaches of peaches. Forgot. I always forget about peaches. I like the innocent type. Deer in the headlight. Rocking me all night. Flexing his mind. Doing it right. Keeping me tight. Taking a bite out of the peach tonight. Tomorrow <laughs> I was like t- telling you how you get it with the text to speech. Yeah. I need to you ch- try and get the same pauses that the person singing does. And so that last one is like taking a bite, comma, out, comma, of, comma, the, comma, peach, comma. <laughs> yeah. To tr- because she's like taking a bite out of the peach tonight. So it won't work in like stanza form. You, you need punctuation. No, I mean, maybe it will. I haven't tried that. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. Mm, you want to hear another one? Yeah, I do. Okay. Let's see if you can get this one. I don't think you'll be able to guess this one either. Let's use Ryan again. I like Ryan. Ryan. Let's go, Ryan. You get in my way. I'm a feed you to the monster. I'm normal during the day. But at night, turn to a monster. When the moon shines like ice road truckers. I look like a villain out of those blockbusters. Godzilla, fire spitter, monster. Blood on the dance floor, and on the Louis V carpet. Fire, Godzilla, fire, monster. Blood on the dance floor, and on the Louis V carpet. Okay. The Lewis V carpet. Yeah, and it's funny oh, fuck yeah. the only speaker that I could find that actually uh, says that properly yeah. is uh, this Italian lady, Chiara. You get in my way, I'm afraid you to the monster. I am normal during the day, but at night, turn to a monster. When the moon shines like each or truckers. He look like a villain in Utatose blockbusters. Godzilla, fire spitter, monster. Blood on the dance floor and don't the Louis V carpet. Fire, Godzilla, fire, monster. Blood on the dance floor and don't the Louis V carpet. What's so great about that on the one is she's supposed to be Italian. Yeah. She really sounds like she's from Transylvania. And <laughs> when she says blood on the dance floor and on the Louis V carpet, yeah. it sounds like she's like your mom or the maid that's really angry that there is blood on the dance floor and on the Louis V carpet. Kiara knows. Yeah, Kiara is not happy. No, it's Eminem. Eminem. Yeah, that's the Juice World part. Wow. Yeah. Also, the name Kiara doesn't strike me as Italian. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I'm just. I'm just reading what the website says. No, I'm sure. You got any text-to-speech you want to play for us? No. You have none? No. You couldn't come up with any? I I was trying to go through the different voices. I had access to one of them, and I figured the voice was pretty much everything. Oh. I didn't know we had access to all these on the free version. Yeah. I'll get at you next week, because I definitely have some things. Oh, no, this is not going away. Oh, this is definitely here to stay i i like these characters yeah you know we could work them in uh pretty is, much anywhere this is kiara again pablo picasso was never calida and as sole not like you not like you not like you <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is top quality stuff 
This is a great find. Yeah. Uh, text-to-speech. Lots of fun. This uh, website we're using is called naturalreaders.com. Naturalreaders.com. Yeah, they'll be here to stay. What do you say we like? We can build these people as characters. Uh, like you mean like uh, they could talk to each other, or maybe like Kiara uh, tends to say things like this, or Ryan tends to say things like that. You know? Oh, maybe. okay. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know what I'm saying the other thing I was thinking you could do is um, if you like were to like pull up like uh, famous speeches. Uh huh. You know, like, have you heard that speech that Hale Celestia made at, I think it was at the United Nations or whatever? The one that's on war by yeah, Bob Marley? Exactly. Like, that's a great. It'd be pretty awesome to hear uh, Kiara <laughs> as Haley Celestia. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. But just stuff like that. Like, you get like some, maybe some some Hitler speeches or, and, or some, you know, Winston Churchill speeches. All right. And like going back to Kiara and that speech, maybe she's just really into Marley. It's possible. Smokes a bit of weed here and there. Maybe. It sounds like to me like she likes to drink red wine. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe, a, maybe a boxed red wine. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside baseball. Possibly San Giovese's. Okay, I'm not familiar. Fantastic wine. Uh, usually notes of cherry, a little drier, but kind of dried fruit as well yeah yeah big fan of that uh that variety of wine um yeah so what do you got going on <clears throat> excuse me not a whole lot man same old i was reading an article the other day about uh some renewable energy stuff so um research out of eth zurich in switzerland zurich zurich um, has shown that a thermal chemical pathway can use atmospheric H2O and CO2 to make methanol and kerosene using energy only from the sun. Okay. And they've shown that it can be done in field conditions. So the idea is set it up somewhere like in the desert. How with, much does the equipment cost? Uh, this is preliminary stuff, so I'm not sure. See that to me, that's the key, right? Bringing it up to scale. Well, because you can say all day long that you know, oh, it's the sun's the sun's powering it. Yeah. But uh, if the sun's powering a you know a billion dollar machine, true. You know what I mean? Then yeah. you know how do you how do you make your money back? That's a good point. Plus, do we really still want to keep burning fossil fuels, even if we can create them out of thin air? Well. One of the cool things about this is it uses CO2 from the atmosphere. So if you could set it up to be like a self okay. recycling system. Interesting. But that would be difficult because Earth isn't a closed system. So how do you right. keep that energy in there? It definitely bringing it to scale would be difficult. Yeah. Like I heard that um, nowadays they can basically make gold out of anything. Alchemy. If, yeah, if you have enough energy, right? But you know, there's takes way too much energy to create gold uh that it would cost so much that you're better off to just mine it. Interesting. So they're probably right. changing the atomic right. values of yeah, it and yeah. turning it to gold. Right, but they have the ability to do that now, which is always something that alchemy has been trying to do, right? right. 
but uh, like I said, the energy costs are so high. It's the same thing with um, water desalinization. Just thinking, yeah. Is it takes so much energy to fund the process. It's not really viable yet. Well, I will Nobody do some more uh, water. No, I'm just interested to know if what the piece 100%. of equipment is. You know, if it's something passive. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, more research is available, so I'll, I'll find out because I think the the idea behind it's really cool and could be a great thing. Good point, though. Do we want to keep burning fuels? Well, I mean, if if you can extract the same or uh, more carbon out than you're mm-hmm. putting back in then yeah seems like it makes sense but i don't know if the math is there not sure the people at eth are usually pretty top quality true um yeah exciting to see some future alternatives okay um so last week we were kind of playing. I played played that little game with you, right? Yeah. I don't know what we were calling it back then. Name that song. Something like that. If you can name the the guitar riff or whatever. But that seems like you're putting yourself in a box when you're playing that game. So it's I've kind of expanded only. it a little bit to what were we calling it? Uh, memorable melodies. Yeah, I like that a lot. So I got, I'm going to just, I haven't really set any of them up, but I'll do it as we're. All right. I'm getting myself fired up. Ready for musical jeopardy, if you will. I I, I tried, honestly, I tried to make them. So I, I think you might get them. Um, Let's go. I guess here's the first one. Hit me. can't play too much more of it i can play that part again for you but Uh, here's the name issue again i want to say it's you don't have to uh, oh that's the other thing i want to say i'm giving i'm giving three quarters of the points to the band name rather than the song name okay I'm, i'm bad with that as well the kinks bingo that's really good. Yeah. Now, they're all in the head. I just need to retrieve them. Anyway. Classic. Okay. That that album is, is really good. I thought that was a good one. That's a good one. Um, Definitely a little more obscure if you're not into the, into the musics. Like I said, like I feel like it's so memorable that even if you don't know the name of it, you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard this before. Part of me wanted to say Jet. Remember Jet? Oh, my God. Well, it's just they were so such a ripoff of that kind of music. I'm trying to remember what their what their songs were. It was similar in its riff to that. Something to do with a girl. Yeah, yeah it's always to do with a girl. <laughs> um, okay. This one I'd be very surprised if you don't get. Heard it through the grapevine. Okay. Marvin Gaye. Awesome. All right. Let's go for another one then. Marvin Gaye is a sad story. Yeah, his dad killed him. And his, I think his dad was a preacher. 
And I don't, yeah. I don't know the whole story. My mom was trying to tell me about it once. Ugh, it's so sad. And that what's going on album is to this day one of my favorites. All right. Not sure about if you're gonna get this one, but I don't think I know it, but I want to say the Beach Boys. No, it's okay if you don't know. You want to listen to some more of it? Yeah. No, this is uh, Motown. Motown. Like Motown t- before Michael Jackson, I guess. Okay. Okay. Nope. Smokey Robinson. Okay. All right. Tears of a Clown is the name of the song. Um, is that a Smokey Robinson, a man? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Very high voice. Yeah. He was like one of the probably the most successful people from Motown. Yeah, I've heard the name. I don't think I've ever listened to his music. Oh, he's great. Sampled on a bunch of stuff. This one I know you're going to get. The Who talking about my or my generation. Right. People try to put us to death. All right. Um, fan, uh, I was getting into The Who again recently. They got great stuff, man. Really? I'm not a big fan. No, I love I like, Roger Daltrey's I like, voice. I like some of it, um, but I like, like, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the album. Uh, one with like pinball wizard and all that stuff. Tommy. Yeah, I think. That's yeah. It. I think that's a concept album. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I don't go deep cut with the who a lot of their stuff is pretty long. True. Um, I know, obviously I know their songs from, uh, uh, CSI. <laughs> Ow! Yeah. Man, I love that show as a kid. Yes, it was funny is that, you know, <laughs> it's not very often that a show, a spinoff of a show is more popular than the original, but I think CSI Miami might have ended up being more popular than the original CSI. Was that New York, the original one? No, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah, I do, I do believe they tried a New York one, but I don't, I don't think it lasted. It was always uh, just frightening enough when I was younger that I'd, I'd watch it and like get kind of scared. It's so cheesy now because oh my like, God. the tech that they're using and stuff <laughs> is just like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. The characters. Yeah. I don't think there was much of a push for realism there. No, no. <laughs> um, I have a few more songs. If you want to try them, hit me, let's do it. All right. This is a difficult one, hmm. but you know, it's also, it was also a big hit. I can't really play anymore. No, it's fair. Said seventies, eighties, sixties, sixties. 
Temptations? No, but you're on the right track. You want to listen to some more of it? I don't think I'll get it, but no, sure. That's, fine. I'm, that's not the point. Let's, yeah. let's go for it. Damn. It's a good one. That really is. It's, it's called Same Old Song. Okay. By the Four Tops. The Four Tops. Yeah. Definitely want to check that one out. Such love in the music. You can hear it in the voice. I love... There's so much good music from the 60s. Yeah. Uh, I have two more. All right. Love the orchestral stuff in that. Yeah, for sure. All the horns. Yeah. All well-composed music back then, for sure. Oh yeah. Okay, let's try this. I know the melody, but yeah. I, I don't know the name. Okay. It's, I'll tell you what it is, but we'll listen to some yeah. of it. It's uh, Procol Harum. Oh. The song's called Whiter Shade of Pale. Cool. some good shit yeah i love that song it's one of my favorites that's really nice it reminds me of some stuff that the band might do like the band of the band yeah I never, that's it i never could get into the band me neither i've tried i usually just get bored it's not for a lack of trying i like robbie robertson levon helm is a great figure great voice but uh, they always tend to lose me somewhere along the album i don't know what it is um I feel like uh, this is going to sound really fucking arrogant, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, like 
as you listen to music from a young person till you grow up, like you're, if you're into music, there's different levels of being into music. Some people are just into, you know, top 40. Yeah. Um, you know, some people, uh, are into the band. Right. And then, you know, some people are into, uh, go on to be into, say, Frank Zappa. And then some of those people go on to be into, like, Captain Beefheart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's different levels of intricacy in music listening that's just not for everyone. Agreed. And I feel like the band is somewhere in between, like, pop music and something more progressive. Yeah, like, I think that's, you know, that's really fair. They rely heavily on the blues and ballad song structures, which are tried and true, but they're, they are a bar band at the end of the day. Yeah. But I feel like some people that get into them, get into them. Like we would get into say like a tool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some yeah, no, people I've, treat the band as if it's their tool. Oh, I, I know folk like that past back where I'm born. Um, but yeah, I think jazz is another thing as well because there's all sure, like the sure. I was happier making, music. Yeah, I was just making that up on the fly. No, for sure, and I think it's a good analogy. But um, yeah, jazz music is the best. Okay, I got one more song. I'd be very surprised if you don't get it. All right, no pressure. Let's hope we end on a strong note. Yeah. Papa was a Rolling Stone. No. Play some more. Sly and the Family Stone. Anyway, classic stuff. So you did pretty good. Sly got down. What was, what was my uh, my record? Let me keep track. Um, you got the Kinks. <laughs> yeah. You got Marvin Gaye. Yeah. You didn't get Smokey Robinson. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I had another Smokey Robinson song. I didn't realize. Put down two. Um, you got the Who. You didn't get the Four Tops, mm-hmm. but the, that's okay. That was a deep cut. Uh, didn't get Procol Harum. Which I was a little bit surprised by. That's fair. And then you got Sly and the Family Stone. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. That's only like a. No, that's only two or three wrong out of, you know, eight or seven. Not bad for for the first. Uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty good. First go. <laughs> that's fun. You like doing that? I do enjoy that. I hope our listeners enjoy it. I try to. The thing, the thing is to, tr- is to not make it too hard. You got to get some of them. That's what I, I feel. So like I I almost purposefully some of those I put in, I'm like, I know he's gonna get it, but I'm gonna put it in anyway. Cause I don't wanna put in a whole bunch that you're just like, oh, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. That ain't it. That ain't it, folks. 
That's a, that was a good, good lineup for sure. Yeah. Um, also I just see, I have another note here. Um, last week we were talking about might've been, might've been off offline, Yeah, but you were asking about how old, uh, Frank was when he died. Yeah. Yeah. 53. Wow. Yeah. So imagine he put out, you know, a hundred studio albums plus. and then a plus a bunch of live albums yeah yeah imagine if he was still alive or you know or if he lived a full life anyway and you yeah he wouldn't have burned out oh no he was the only reason he stopped making music and touring was because he got sick he smoked a lot yeah yeah definitely sad for you sure know, in the, it almost i don't know i don't know if this is the proper way to think about things yeah but when you hear about stuff like that it's like you know, Frank was anti-drug. So he said, well, no, he definitely was. Everybody around him said he was and said that he had zero tolerance for anybody that was fucking around. He took the music very seriously, even though, you know, there was a lot of humor in his music for sure. But when somebody dies of a young age from, you know, smoking cigarettes, might as well have been doing all those drugs. Yeah. And, I'm pretty alcohol was on the table. Was it not? Oh, I'm sure he drank. So, I mean, at what point, like I respect Frank Zappa immensely. It's just, he just, I don't know if he had a parent that was an addict or something. It sounds like he had one of those types of experiences that just, you know, turned him off. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know that he was straight though. Definitely. And I've read the same thing, but I don't know. Alcohol is uh, just as much of a drug, but at the no, time, one hundred percent. At the time, it was uh, cigarettes. Yeah, really. it's nicotine. But in the sixties and seventies, that's the norm. At the end of the day, so it is what it is. But it, it's sad for sure. At least we have all this great music to remember the great one by. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out. Okay. Trust me, it's coming. Um, going back to Mr. Madlib under his Quasimoto alias. Okay. Hit the stereo in an instant. Then I twist up a butt light an instant. Hit the stereo in an instant. And then I twist up a butt light an instant. Hit the stereo in an instant. And then I twist up a butt light an instant. I get high and start taking out wax selections. First by electing Eric B for president. Zulu Nation for protection. Try call quest. KRS one secret hip hop intelligence. Diamond D and the whole DITC. Ultra magnetic MCs. Gang star doing the show for free. And you can smoke sensei. Love finesse teaching rhyme telepathy. Biz Marky did the cover for the PSO free. Back in style was a name, Bell Buckles and Lees. Pumas, sticky green trees. Hit the stereo in an instant. And then I twist up a butt light an instant. Hit the stereo in an instant. And then I twist up a butt light an instant. Hit the stereo in an instant. And then I twist up a butt light an instant. Yeah. 
you can really uh Karis one has such a such a you know recognizable voice mm. immediately knew that was him Karis one yeah mm. he's not singing on that no that was mad lib singing all of that yeah that's Are you sure oh the the hook yeah my bad yes Okay, that was KRS One. I couldn't tell you, but it, it's it's very possible that he sampled him on it. Sure, sure sounded like it. The so that was off his 2000 album, The Unseen, which um, he was eating mushrooms for the whole time on record. But uh, it's interesting to see what came out. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the the beats are banging throughout that whole album. Good ear on the the KRS. I've never gotten into KRS One. Yeah, it's a little before your time. Yeah. But I mean, I've I've heard great things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who that was. Cypress Hill uh, released a single recently. I'm not going to play it here. It hasn't uh, been tested out, but right. hopefully um, they come out with the heat. I'm kind of sick of people releasing singles. Yeah, that's fair. There's so many single releases these days, not enough album releases. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. No, um, but the single has always been yeah, around. I just feel like people are using the single. Single used to be a song on the album that somebody thought had radio For sure. uh, potential. Not nowadays. Nowadays, people just release a single because they want to give you a little teaser of their new album. Yeah. Not necessarily because they think this is the biggest hit on the album. True. Anyway. It, it is funny to hear... At least my younger siblings, especially, they're close to 20 and 16, but the word album is not a thing. Songs and playlists. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Especially when you talk about like albums that, you know, you can listen to from start to finish. Mm. And, and, you know, missing, really missing out. It's true. And not to say that uh, I'm sure the. The siblings have listened to an album or two, but it's just not the norm is what I'm trying to get at. And the, the single song is what people want. Yeah. I just think the single is being exploited a little bit. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go off on maybe a little bit of a tangent here, but I think you'll follow. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I told you I, I bought a Kindle or ordered a Kindle. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I was reading this article about the 100 books you should read before you're dead. Okay. And uh, then, like within a day of reading that article, um, I saw the Black Friday deals at Amazon. Okay. <laughs> and they had like $50 off of the normal price of a Kindle. So I was like, fuck. I should get a Kindle. And then I downloaded and organized all hundred of those books. Hell yeah. Yeah. And so when my Kindle arrives, I'm just going to transfer them on there. And then I'm going to start reading. You're doing it. Got to do it. Got to do it. I don't, I don't do enough reading. I'm trying, I'm trying to read more. Yeah. I don't, I, sorry, go ahead. No. And I'm normally the time that I would like to read is when I'm in bed. Hmm. And, uh, a book just isn't conducive to that lighting situation. Whereas a nice backlit Kindle, mm -hmm. that will do it for me. See, I found the opposite. I 
enjoy the page. Yeah. And if I need to turn a light on, so be it. Not that I'm reading. I'm trying to tone things down, slow the night down, get ready for bed. I don't want a light on. Just the. You need enough. I don't know. I need enough light to read. Whereas on a Kindle, they make the, they make it easy for your eyes, right? They're super duper anti-glare. There's no blue Mm -hmm. light. Anyway, so we'll see how this goes. One of the first books that I'm going to read, I think. Yeah is and i don't know really know much about it other than it was written by james joyce okay yeah it's called ulysses yep um apparently it's a very difficult read oh really anyway apparently has nothing to do with um ulysses from you know greek Greek mythology. mythology yeah anyway that's just leading me into uh i've been listening to cream this week dope yeah, and in particular, really enjoying the tales of brave Ulysses. Mm. Um, I'm going to play a bit of it, and then I'll stop, and we'll whatever discuss a little bit about it. Let's do it. I must say, this is uh, from their second album from 1967 called Disraeli Gears. Hell yeah. Um it is one of the earliest recordings uh, of anyone using a wah-wah pedal. Really? Yeah. So Eric Clapton's using the wah-wah here in 1967. That's pretty cool stuff. It was also um, a B-side of the single Strange Brew. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> So this is where it gets interesting. Yeah. Um, Clapton got um, inspired to write, you know, that jam by another song that you may be familiar with called Summer in the City by The Loving Spoonful. No. You've You've definitely heard it before. Shadow in the 
Don't you know it's a pity the days can't be like the nights in the summer, in the city, in the summer, in the city. Cool town, even Okay. I can kind of hear. Especially in the intro, like the chord progression yep. is, is very similar. I, I hear that. And so uh, this other dude called, named Martin Sharp, mm-hmm. um, he wrote this poem and he said to like Clapton that, you know, I think these this poem would make for a good song. He wrote the poem down on a napkin, gave it to... Um, clapton wow and like a week later came back with tales of brave ulysses that's pretty cool yeah so anyway this martin sharp guy also wrote uh a song he's credited for writing the song suzanne by leonard cohen are you familiar with that nope play a little bit of that maybe let's hear it parents love that song so i've heard that many a time oh nice yeah it's a classic i know that johnny is not a fan no no we we differ on quite a few things yeah anyway um (laughs) now where i'm really going with this okay is this okay so i like i said i've been listening to cream yep tales of brave ulysses blah 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 found out this stuff about the love and spoonful this martin sharp dude and then I was like, it was a bit of a rabbit hole in a good way. Yeah. And so then I was like, um, I remember B-Rock being like, you know, I'm not a fan of Clapton mm. in terms of, you know, solo Clapton. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, wow, maybe we should do a little bit of a deep dive into Clapton's solo career. All right. Um, I've got a few. uh a few tracks anyway that we could check out. We're not going to obviously listen to all of them, but he does have a catalog. Mm, honestly, we're, we're going to, we'll, we'll get into it. All right. Let's hear so some. The first one is uh, Layla. Of course. Almost everyone knows Layla. I'm familiar with his MTV. This is the, this is the original version. Uh, Completely different than the MTV version. I forgot that he played electric in his solo career. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
we got that classic stuff now he's got a lot of other songs that people seem to think are good but mm-hmm. i'm only i handpicked these songs okay okay so the next one i'm going to play is lay down sally i don't know if you're familiar with this one name's familiar Yeah. Okay. It, it reminds me a lot of JJ Kale. Okay, we're going to get there. All right. Then there's another one called After Midnight. That's what I was just thinking about. Okay. thoughts on that one well i'm familiar with a different version right slower version yeah yeah well this is the actual this is the the good version okay i guess interesting it's just not bad okay so that was three clapton songs yeah i couldn't find any more of his songs that i thought were good it's solo wise obviously um he has you know the Yardbirds. sure right different era Sure. What years was he with the Yardbirds? You remember? Early, yeah, like probably mid sixties. Okay, mid to late sixties. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Yardbirds either. Never okay. really got into them. But then I found three more songs that were of Clapton's that were good. Mm-hmm. But it turns out they're all covers. Okay, of whom? All right. Well, let's let's do it. First one. That you kind of already spoiled. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. Is uh, cocaine, which oh, that's a getter. Which uh, is a JJ Kale original. Mm-hmm. All right, let's listen a little bit of that. fantastic song i mean the guitar riff i i can't say bad things about it it's slick it's tight the tone is great and 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 
it is better than the JJ Kale version. Yeah. Even though the JJ Kale version predates, which is maybe something we'll get into a little bit later with another topic. Um, then there's um, I Shot the Sheriff. Okay. Obviously, you know, it's a Bob Marley original, uh, then covered by um, Clapton. Right. I think this was actually a hit. Like, oh, definitely. On the charts. Anyway. Yeah. great song what i think is really cool about that is epmd sampled it on strictly business they they sampled the clapton version the clapton version oh i'm gonna spin that up here if you don't mind unless you want to i have one more all right let's do it yeah so then the last song which is also a cover is knocking on heaven's door right and that's a bob dylan song exactly So, my question to you is, what do you what do you think about Clapton's solo work? My opinion remains the same. All right, um, my opinion has changed. You you enjoy it? No, I used to. Uh, I used to enjoy it. Now I've realized he's got three good songs, and then is ripped off, and then three good cover songs. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I think the cover of Marley, meh, it's good. Um, it's not as good. Oh, I'm as sorry. No, not not the Marley. The last song you just oh, played. Oh, on Heaven's Door. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I still like the original for sure. I was thinking Marley because the reggae riff that right. he takes on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, where should I start here? Let's let's uh, go back to the I shot the sheriff riff. Uh, EPMD 1988. Strictly business. I'm familiar. Actually, I think I have the CD. It's a it's a classic CD. You have the physical copy though. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, and like bought at the time that it came out. Oh damn! 
Yeah. So thanks Clapton for that. <laughs> sure. I suppose that, that album's so, you know, I should have brought this up earlier, hmm. but, um, you were talking about last week, um, you were talking about the modern lovers. Yeah. And I immediately said, uh, sounds like the violent femmes. Right. And you were like, yeah, Johnny said the exact same thing. Yeah. So I was thinking, um, you know, there's another band that kind of sounds like both the modern lovers and, um, and, uh, violent femmes. Hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Did you ever watch the movie, um, the basketball diaries? No. What era? Oh, geez. Say early to mid nineties. Uh, probably one of Leonardo DiCaprio's first roles. Oh, he's like a teenager in that movie. It's fucking awesome. One of the best movies ever. Okay. Um, it's based on a book by Jim Carroll. I think it's autobiography actually. Um, anyway, Jim Carroll wrote the song that came out when I think it came up just before the movie came out. Okay. Anyway, when I was thinking again of modern lovers and violent femmes, this came to mind. Let's see what you think. surfers no it's the jim carroll band I, I right i mentioned that right my bad yeah no this doesn't sound anything like the butthole surfers never listened to him it was a wild guess oh um yeah, it wasn't bad no no it's not i, it's I hear not the bad. hear it's, the similarity there's just some some sort of similarity i'm not exactly sure if it's this recording sound or you know the slight punky sound i don't I, know i heard similarities in the punkiness yeah there's a lot of punking going on yeah um so there was that that was something i was meant to bring up earlier all right have you seen the uh trailer for the movie that's coming out called the house of gucci no is it about gucci main no it's about gucci the the brand no it's moderately disappointing hmm. i don't know i saw the trailer and Anyway, it stars, um, uh, what's his name? Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kylo Ren. The the Star Wars guy. Right. The guy who ruined Star Wars. Oh, I think Jar- <laughs> Wasn't his Jar- fault. Jar Jar ruined Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars was ruined long before Adam Driver came around. <laughs> Jar Jar Banks? Yeah. Phantom Menace? You were saying that was it? That's That was the moment. Okay, so 
Are you familiar with the term jump the shark? Did we talk about jump the shark before? <sighs> Possibly. The jump the shark comes from happy days. Okay. Um, there was an episode when the fawns actually jumped over a shark on a surfboard. Okay. And everybody would used to say that after um, the fawns jumped the shark, right. the show was shit after that. Um, and, you know, that's kind of how I felt about Star Wars when Jar Jar Binks came around is mm. it jumped the shark at right at that point. Like they brought the only reason they put Jar Jar Binks in was to try and um, curate a younger audience. Which it did. I was, was that audience. A, a completely unnecessary character, though. Yeah, and the, doesn't date well with the poor CGI. Doesn't date well. Whatever. So, yeah, Star Wars, for me, was ruined way before uh, Adam Driver came along. Huh. Yeah. But, yeah, those Star Wars movies suck as well. Those were, like, my bread and butter growing up. Right. So where I'm, go- where I'm going with this is we're talking about House of Gucci is the other person that stars in House of Gucci is Lady Gaga. Okay. And that movie is either going to be amazing or it's going to suck like at a porn acting level. <laughs> but I can't really tell from the trailer, but okay. it, like it's either going to go one way or the other. And I just got to say how fucking hot is Lady Gaga? Does she she just gets hotter and hotter as the years go on, go on? I don't really know what she looks like. Yeah, um, I never used to find her attractive, but I would say like, you know, in the last half a decade or so, she just seems to get really fucking hot. I don't know, man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, there there are some terrible pictures of her on, on the internet. Uh huh. But yeah. I don't know. I've always found her oddly attractive. Interesting. Kind of has an Amy Winehouse thing going on. I don't think so. And I, even though I, I think Amy Winehouse was good looking. Yeah, I have, I have no further comment. I don't That's find fine. her particularly no, attractive. I don't care. I'm, I'm just saying. It's just putting it out there. So she's starring with Adam Driver yeah. in this film. Yeah, House of Gucci. Like I said, I want to see it. I'm going to see it either way, but it's either going to be awesome or, like I said, some some porn shit. <laughs> What's the premise of just going through a, the, the biopic of about, Gucci? About the house of Gucci. You know, so I'm assuming it's about the whole family dynamic and the business. Oh. Yeah. I can't stop really thinking about Gucci, Gucci. Mane. I'm not really. Well, where do you think he got his fucking name from? No, I know. Jesus Christ. It's just. What if he was somehow involved in it all? He's not. I wish he was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. What were you doing in there when when we took this little break? I was taking a leak. Yeah, you came back with some dad jokes. Oh. <laughs> well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, what do you got? Um, what do I have? I'm not going to talk about the World Series. No, no, I think that's uh, it's over and done with. I've got uh, lots of shit. I'm just I'm I'm trying not to do all the talking. I'm going pretty heavy on the science this week, to be honest with you. So, um, got some dementia news. Okay. Research out of Japan has shown that supplementing with a 
supplement combination that has uh, seven amino acids. Oh, I did read this. I read about it. You know what the shit part is? They don't tell you what the fucking seven amino acids are. I know. They're calling it LP7. It could be proprietary, but I mean, it shouldn't be if it's research. No, it's bullshit. I, um, I read this article. So thanks for the setup on that one. <laughs> what about just... <laughs> What you're about to hear is bullshit. <laughs> no, it is bullshit. Like, you know, anytime, it, it, especially if, you know, they're just common amino acids, it could be anything. It could be just, you know, L-tryptophan. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the research has shown that, so A, low-protein diets can impair brain functioning and increase the onset of dementia in mice, should be said. Uh-huh. And they found that these this combination of amino acids uh, reduce signs of brain degeneration in the presence of the causative agent of Alzheimer's and dementia. Okay. So I just wanted to restate it's bullshit. It's bullshit. The fact that they don't tell you what the seven amino acids are. The science isn't bullshit. Yeah. Like the, there's been, um, you know, back in the time of Hippocrates, there's been um, the association of gut health and mental health. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising to me that if you have a, a good healthy amount of amino acids in your body, that your brain is going to be healthy as well. Yeah. I mean, you, there's, there's certain essential amino acids that you need for that exact reason. It's the as right. you know, the, the fundamentals of protein. Like, oh, you know, if you know, if you got on a decent probiotic, uh, you might not think you have IBS as bad as you do. You know <laughs> what I mean? True. Um, so they found that these amino acids reduce brain inflammation by preventing the attack of neurons by inflammatory molecules. So whatever LP seven is, whatever seven amino acids they are, um, once again promising things because the WHO estimates that 10 million individuals worldwide develop dementia every year. Well, when you really start thinking about this, like it it makes you wonder if there isn't something seriously wrong with the majority of the Western world's diet. Yeah. With the amount of occurrences of mental illness, um, and I, I mean, obviously part of it is uh, the recognizing the fact that, you know, people do have mental illness, not just, you know, they're crazy. Like people used to say, you know, in the old days, they didn't have any uh, medical diagnoses for a lot of mental health issues. Right. So it's a combination of we're able to identify it a little bit better. But I think that there's something going on either with society or maybe even just with our diet, that's causing, I would say nowadays, more people than not have suffered from depression. Yeah, that's that's a whole that's what I'm whole saying, other, but, but other thing. But you know, people have we haven't always been a depressed people that just no. been walking around unmedicated, undiagnosed. But now, you know, are they throwing out the diagnoses too easily or is there something actually happening, you know, from a biochemical stance that's causing it? That's a good question. And is it genetic or is it environmental? 
Well, it made me think that makes me think that it's uh, environmental because it's you know so profound. Yeah, and I think we are all just a little bit bored, yeah, unattached. But I don't, I don't know. Think that boredom necessarily causes depression. There's definitely an optimal level of time you should be keeping busy in a day to definitely. be engaged but and defining define busy. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It, it, if you're keeping your mind active um, from, you know, reading or mm-hmm. if you're, you know, prefer to consume your information through video, you know. As long as you're actively learning or doing something. Yeah. I mean, being physically active is something completely different. Sure. Yeah. Equally important. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, everyone knows somebody with dementia. And Pretty I, much, yeah. it's, it's a interesting thing. And obviously we can't know, but what, what were the instances of dementia a hundred years ago? I guess that's what you were trying to, or yeah, that's what I'm pretty saying. much I'm getting saying at that there, there definitely had to have been dementia, right. but is it something, um, that we're able to recognize better now? And that's why we're, it's being, you're seeing more diagnoses of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Yeah. But like I said, I think that, uh, there's something else going on as well. You know, like it may just be a part of aging, you know, it's just hit some people earlier on than other people. I think at, at some point everybody's going to have memory loss yep. in their life, depending on how far along in life you make it. But yeah, some people get Alzheimer's at different times, right? The early onset, super sad. Yeah. Um, Oh, one, one thing about this. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think we've ever talked about this on the podcast, and I can't remember where I got this information. But um, in North Korea, yeah, have we ever talked about how there's a a huge uh, methamphetamine problem in North Korea? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there is. <laughs> it's it's. I shouldn't laugh because it is quite sad. It's their drug of choice, <laughs> and it's everybody. Like, if you work a regular like go to a office type job in North Korea. You're on speed. Yeah. hundred percent. So what they do is, um, they give a massive dose of methamphetamine to stroke victims. Ah, oh, interesting. And yeah. Yeah. Apparently it sometimes, you know, can shock them back to normalcy. Yeah. Probably just increase blood to the brain. <laughs> Push yeah. that shit through. Anyway, just thought we were talking about dementia and, you know, strokes. I have read about this in other contexts as well. Amphetamine is a yeah. some kind of treatment for I don't know much about it, but no, me either. It's pretty anecdotal at best for me because I don't know where I found it. I <laughs> I wouldn't trust much data coming out of North Korea. I think I can say that in confidence. Yeah. I'd love to go to North Korea. I'd just be too fucking scared to not come back, man. Like I'd like to go and see it, I think. You but don't do anything stupid. That's pretty much it. <laughs> the only you know, okay, so Otto Warm Beer. You know what this dude? No, it's like a university student that um, he he stole a propaganda poster out of his hotel, and they wouldn't let him leave, and they put him in whatever prison or something. But he, I think he was held for over a year. Um, and 
they beat him and tortured him so badly that he was like a vegetable and they never said anything to the states they said that oh yeah we have him he's alive blah 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 yeah they sent him back to the u.s uh a vegetable Oy. yeah and his parents literally pulled the plug uh but you don't you don't go to korea north korea and steal fucking propaganda posters you don't go to north korea and take a fucking camera maybe maybe you don't bring a cell phone you know maybe you don't do stupid shit that's how did he get, you get in, in in the first place like what was the they were there on circumstances like a, a university trip that seems odd why can you just go into north korea yes, yes you have to go through china China's the only place that has flights into North Korea. So even if you wanted to go from North Korea to South Korea, you have to go through China. Yeah. Yeah. Something that, yeah, we'll leave it till next week. What do you mean? I was reading some CBC articles about products by way of China being manufactured in North Korea. Oh, I, I believe that. And yeah, I, I don't have the brands or whatever in front of me right now, but uh, it seemed reputable. I'll look into it a bit more. Um, and there was also something recently about uh, tomatoes and ketchup being imported from China. Uyghur Muslims used to harvest and all, all that noise. Okay. It's, it's interesting to uh, see where our things come from. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other day, you sent me, I don't remember what it was called. Do you want to tell, do you want to tell the folks what it was? Was it the music? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, shit, was it La Lux? I, I would know it if I saw the album cover. Yeah. Um, but it's it was uh, the last thing you sent me. Definitely. Why, why don't you play it? It's produced by, in part by Adrian Young, who did some work with Ghostface Killa on uh, 12 Reasons to Die, which is why it caught my eye. And the band... No, no honestly, why don't you bring the song up and, and play it? No, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Hold your horses. They're a um, cowboy. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like... Um, I feel like maybe you might think that I don't like it because it's a female artist. Oh, I didn't think that. Uh-huh. You like a lot of female artists that I wouldn't expect. Okay. Such as Doja Cat. That one always got me. Yeah, I, I just like her attitude, really. I, I hear you. Hold on, I'm going to... I've got it. The band is La Luz, L-A space L-U-Z. Mm-hmm. Song is Watching Cartoons. Yeah, you should play it. I love that. I don't know what you don't like about it. I like the music a lot. I like the singing too. Yeah, I know you do. 
I don't know. What but, don't you like about it? Like, I, I think the production's tight. Really? Yeah. I feel like the okay. So the first part she sings, uh, and then then there's like another part right after where it's almost like she put like some echo. It's or, like a sitar that comes in. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't like it. Huh. Yeah. So basically, uh, I didn't. I was like, oh, maybe I'm giving him this impression that I don't like female artists. Because you sent me another one not that long ago. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I liked it until the singing started. I think I said the same thing about both I of them. I believe so, yeah. Anyway, so I decided that maybe I should pull a list of <laughs> female artists that I really get down with. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> They're, I, think, I think you're going to know all of them. All right. Yeah, I, I think you're going to know all of them. Um, the first one we've already kind of mentioned, but I'm going to play it anyway, um, is is uh, Amy Winehouse. Oh, right. Okay. This one's called Addicted. It's off Back to Black. It's probably my favorite song in the album. Yeah. It's a banger. great song fantastic um okay so there's amy winehouse mm-hmm. and i really like amy winehouse like it's one of the best it's really sad that that she passed away so early especially like what's crazy and i don't think necessarily a lot of people realize is she was off the booze when she died really was she yeah she died of uh, relapse no she tried died of complications to withdrawal really mm-hmm. oh that's fucking sad yeah that's awful <laughs> yeah okay so It'll then get you the next female artist that i have on my list is patsy klein yeah you show me some patsy i am in love with patsy she klein. got some good shit i haven't listened to much of her this song um all of her stuff is from 50s 60s 50s yeah wow i like didn't know she was that mid, early mid to late 50s on mm-hmm. um this song's called she's got you and it's a gooder i've got your picture that you gave to me and it's signed with love just like it used to be
Oh, Patsy. What's not to like about that? It's impo- If you don't like that, you don't like music. Right. That is essential. Exactly. I 100% couldn't agree with you more. Um, next one, pretty obvious. Uh, you know, who doesn't like Aretha? I think my past comment applies to her as well. absolutely love aretha and she she could really sing you know even into her later years she yeah one of those people that really that maintained her voice like not many people can do that that's very true yeah she's dead i think she's passed away just in the last few years huh um i have a couple more yeah trying to trying to move into more recent stuff some contemporary sure um skip one and play this one this one is by um i'm not sure if you're familiar with cowboy junkies Mm, i know the name but haven't listened um it's actually a cover song okay uh it's a cover of uh velvet underground interesting song is called sweet jane Mm mm-hmm that voice as well. i think that's very similar to la Luz. yeah but it's not it's super stripped down it's not overproduced i think that's what i'm trying to one of the things i'm i'm showing here mm-hmm. is that when it comes to female singers um first thing they need to be probably singer songwriter sure they're not writing their own music i don't know there's something about something about yeah it can be for anybody write yeah, your own music these every one of these people um are amazing singers they're not just 
an average singer. Not that I'm saying that this artist or whatever that you sent me. Is. I would say they're an average singer. What I'm what I'm saying is I just when I made this list and I was like, wow, my standards are pretty high. Yeah, like these are all you know iconic females so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple more. I'm gonna save my my favorite for last. Okay. Um, this one, there's no no secret with you that <laughs> I love Lana Del Rey. Right. Yeah. 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 So play a song off of her debut solo album. Um, Born to Die from 2012. Uh, song's called Video Games. Right on. That song gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Man. Um, She's able to paint a picture Yeah, that, I don't know, I could follow. And not only that, I think if you combined Lana Del Rey and Dr. Laura, <laughs> that would be my that would be my ideal woman. <laughs> Dr. Laura making a fucking comeback late in the episode. Loving okay. it. So that... So <laughs> There's, there's there's Lana Del Rey. I don't know. I I think people pe- people are either like love or hate Lana Del Rey. Not my thing. No, I get killer it. voice. Yeah, like amazing voice. But you know, like you think about the time that Lana Del Rey came out. You know, like I said, I think this album was from 2012. Um, you think about like like that's the time that like somebody like Lord came out. I was thinking that yeah. and. Lord, where's Lord? Like, I know uh, she released still, something I know recently. She's still popular, but yeah. she's like, I feel like Lana Del Rey is the only one from that time that still kind of got it. Mm. She put whether, out whether you like her music or not. She's got two albums out in the last year recently, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then my number one favorite female <laughs> performance of all time. I don't know if you know this one. It's by Mazzy Star. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's off of the album So Tonight That I Might See from 1993. Honestly, that last song got me. This song gets me every fucking time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's a beautiful song. That's a great. Who was that again? Mazzy Star. Mazzy Star. Yeah. Nice name too. Oh yeah, she's really, really interesting. Mazzy Star. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Those are the those are the top of mind female artists that I'm really into. Huh. I'm sure there are more, but those are the like I said, those were just off the top of my head. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm surprised that you don't like this music but well that, see that's it there's this other album that came out this week and it's by a band called uh snail mail snail mail yeah and uh the album is called uh is it called valentine yeah it's called valentine and i thought i was really gonna like it and then i listened started listening to it and i'll play a little bit for it you might be really into it based off of that album that okay i remember are you do you know this band snail mail no i've heard of them before but i never actually listened to them till this week new stuff i'm not sure if this is their first album but could be okay let's go be alone where no one can see us honey In that room Those parasitic cameras Don't they stop to stare at you Can't love for us both Anyway Seeing how we're playing new listens Yeah um, right. The album that Normally something we would never do But we're, we're accepting it for this episode Yeah um, It's on topic it is on topic. St. Vincent. That was the other artist that I was trying to okay. show you. Female artist. I'm familiar with. This song, What the line that got me was pick up speed and sandwiches, something, 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 but it's like a double entendre where she's driving in a car to pick up speed, but also pick up speed and sandwiches. Got it. Cool. Um, so this is from the Nowhere in 2021. Mind. Turn off that decline Walk in on my own tonight Hate being impolite But no small talk, I'm tired Just wake me when we arrive Oh, pick up speed and sandwiches A Ziploc bag of fit the gym Don't ask me why Drop me by the burnout sign where hell is near and heaven hides with a paradise.
leave it there, but the song develops very nicely and it reminds me a little bit of some Bowie vibes. Yeah, I'm actually, it was pleasant to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, what did you think I was going to say? I showed it to you before. You weren't a, weren't a fan. Of that song? Yep. Hmm. I believe you said, was I, I liked it until the singing came in. That yeah. was the other one. Yeah. At first, I'd, at first, I was feeling that. That's And honestly, on this listen, I was too. I was, I was really feeling it, and then uh, <laughs> and then the beat came in, yeah. and I was like, okay. And then I was like, yeah, I, I could probably get into this, but... Pretty fresh. She has a great voice. She does. But, yeah, I'm not a... I'm, I'd have to listen to it more. That's fair. Although I, I feel like listeners will probably... Some may be saying they could have just played the same song over and over again. Very similar in vocals. In terms of the the stuff that we've been playing, compared to what what? Well, she kind of has a Lana Del Rey vibe, or oh wait, aren't they more of a you know? These guys are pretty rock, rock and roll, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a blanket statement. I don't feel but. like Saint Vincent, and I don't know a lot about them. I don't know if the lead singer is also the writer of all the music. I believe she's the lady. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, little uh, around, yeah. Good stuff. You were talking about James Joyce earlier. Yeah. Ulysses. Yeah. And I always think of Que Onda Wero. Right. So there's that one. Because of James Joyce? Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with the little clip? Uh, not off the top of my head. Um, I have Frank Zappa song for this week. Let's do it, man. Um, going back to 1966. Oop. Freak out. Mm-hmm. Is the first album. album. Yep. It is the first album. Um, the song is called, you didn't try to call me. Okay. And like everything from this time frame of Zappa, it, they take, um, something that sounds very familiar in terms of being contemporary for the time mm-hmm. and, you know, try to make fun of it. So in the song name, you can guess what the song is about, but in particular towards the end, he, he kind of goes on a, a little rant. He's like, Oh, it was Friday afternoon. I was working on my car. You know, I fixed the seat so it could tilt back, you know, I chromed the front bumper, like all this, <laughs> and you didn't try to call me. Anyway, That's pretty great. Yeah. We'll give, give it a listen. It's only three minutes long. I'll probably skip a little bit of it. Right on. You didn't try to call me. Why didn't you try? Didn't you try? Didn't you know it was lonely? Try to call me 
tried and you tried, did you know it was lonely? Okay, so there's that. And then I'll just play the ending of it. the main reason i wanted to i even that. washed the car yeah <laughs> got my khakis pressed oh that's really good yeah yeah nobody was making music like that at that time i would assume can't say it for sure right it's some out there shit mm-hmm. oh francesco got anything else do you hear about the uh elephants that are losing their tusks yeah mozambique yeah i did i don't know how how we come across the same stories i i'm getting these from a nature briefing and then i saw cbc post it last week i'm like i should have done it earlier oh this is all bastards this is all stuff i see on my google news feed yeah it always makes its way there what the fuck is that i don't know is there a a rare earthquake I swear, man, this this apartment building sometimes the like things shake. I don't know what it is. Okay, well, continue. Um, yeah. So, uh, right, the elephants, the elephants in Mozambique. The rate of tuskless elephants has increased. Um, I'll I'll cut to the the quick chase here. Civil war in the 1970s to early 1990s in Mozambique. Okay was financed heavily by ivory trading and poaching. Um, So before the Civil War, 18.5% of female elephants in Mozambique were naturally tuskless. And as of October 21st, when this was published, 33% of the remaining 91 female elephants born since the end of the war are tuskless suggesting that tusklessness is a trait observed only in females and suggested to researchers that it must be X-linked. X-linked? Yeah. Um, And that the mutation is fatal to males. So they're saying that because they don't see any tuskless males, that it must therefore be fatal to males. It's fatal for them to not have tusks? um, The trait on the x chromosome results in a fatal mutation in the males oh weird and i don't really there's a whole lot of purpose to this it's just an interesting observation that when you see heavy poaching selecting for animals that don't have tusks right there would be no reason to kill those elephants because they don't have ivory they're selected for and now you see an increase in tuskless elephants do you know that i have a tusk where at home is it made of ivory well yeah it's a tusk where'd you get that 
My dad. Can you, my dad got it. Wow. Uh, he was. Uh, he went uh, as a peacekeeper to Cyprus. Interesting. In like the early seventies or mid seventies, mm-hmm. and yeah, he brought it back. It was they were it was illegal back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big is it? It's pretty big. It's over. It's probably like a foot and a half at least. Wow. And it's the end of the tusk, obviously. Yeah. And it's all carved. It's it's. I'll, maybe I'll bring it over sometime. That's really cool. Yeah. I've never it's seen the, ivory. The one thing that nobody stole from the house when they left. Oh fuck, man! I forgot you got. Yeah. Got a whole house full of robbed. Shit. No, no, no. I mean, when and every when as everyone moved out of that house, ah. they took stuff with them. <laughs> This is one thing they didn't take. My bad. Um, that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I have it hidden anyway. Nobody, nobody's gonna some family heirloom shit. Yeah, I don't want any of the family coming over and stealing it. So, hey, you see that elephant it, tusk? I have it hidden. Hell yeah, yeah. It's very uh, fragile too. Hmm. Like, um, it's easy to chip. Literally, <laughs> you could chip it with your fingernail. Apparently, they. Are similar to incisor teeth in humans genetically yeah should make sense but weird shit i'd like yeah, to see a tusk weird to have a tusk but it is you know fortunately they're they're not well they're you know trying to prevent people from taking tusks these days yeah that was like 50 years ago yeah anyway yeah it's pretty cool i don't i don't think you could ever sell it or anything like that no, I don't think you'd want to. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'm, it's a I'm, sweet thing. I'm keeping it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Buried with an ivory tusk. No, I'm not going to get buried with it. be kind of badass. Not really. <laughs> it would actually just take up coffin space, wouldn't it? No, it's more of a conversation piece. True that. Yeah. Nope. How many people got a tusk sitting around? You're the only person I've met who's... At, who's brought it up mm-hmm. or admitted to having a tusk. Well, I mean, it's not like I, I got it through, you know, <laughs> shitty means. No. I mean, my dad did, but you know, a lot of things, lot, lots of things were more acceptable back then. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. A lot can change over 50 years, apparently. True. So I don't know. I think we're going to wrap it up, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, if, uh, yeah, let's just wrap it up. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. You can follow us on Twitter at Some Redeeming Qualities. Feel free to get at us with any questions or comments. And thank you for all of our listeners and our new listeners. Right. Cheers. Cheers.